Welcome to worship, everyone. Welcome to worship at Seattle Mennonite Church, Seattle Mennonite Zoom Church. Still, we are all, wherever we worship from this morning, on Indigenous land. Here in Seattle, we are on the traditional land of the Duwamish. The Duwamish live and thrive here in spite of centuries of violence and aggression and erasure against them. And we recognize our identity as uh, colonist settler folks here on this land. Uh, want to highlight a particular opportunity right now or next week. So one week from now, the Father's Day Native Art Market is happening at the Longhouse. You'll see the slide there on your screens with some of the information. You can also um, visit their website to find out more about this. Uh, such a good op opportunity. Um, definitely there is art hanging in my house that I have that we have gotten from the, the Native Art Market and uh, just a good opportunity to support the Duwamish and other indigenous artists. And also salmon bake, like go just for that. <laughs> just for that, it'll be worth it. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm planning to go. I hope everyone else uh, takes the opportunity to support the tribe in that way. Uh, and of course, always we can, we support the, we as a congregation support the Duwamish through real rent and that's an opportunity that others can take as well. For our call to worship this morning, I'm going to invite uh, you all to respond with the yellow print along with Megan, and I will lead us. God of the whirlwind and fire sweeps into our presence in this hour. Glory be to God who strengthens us. And blesses all people with peace. God who called all the world into being calls us forth new life in us today. Glory be to God in whose creative purpose we are claimed and empowered. God whose spirit unites all people in a common language of love. Confirm God's gifts in us as we gather here. Glory be to God who created light in which we can walk in confident expectation. Thanks be to God. In these past few weeks and for another week or so, we're talking about all the ways that God continues to be present with us through times of transition. <clears throat> we are learning new ways. We have learned over the past year, new ways of communicating with each other, not just like all the things that we're learning about technology and how to communicate um, via Zoom and other methods of technology, but we're learning things like ASL signs to express ourselves. We're learning how to smile with our eyes and make sure strangers can like see our facial expressions, even though we're, we're making or we're wearing masks. Uh, as Megan talked about uh, last week, we're going to keep having to hone our communication skills with each other. You might be hearing us say things and then the message changes because expectations are changing. We need nimbleness in our communication. One of the reasons that we love the story of the stories and acts of the first church, of those first disciples figuring out the way to follow Jesus without Jesus, Jesus presence, is not only because the spirit is poured out upon those first followers, but because they too don't, they're figuring it out along the way. And in this story that we're going to hear today, the spirit literally gives those first followers different words and language, and yet they figure out how to understand each other. 
the early church, just like we, needs to adapt and change and listen to the spirit and figure out new understandings of faithfulness and responsiveness. So today we're calling on the Holy Spirit's power. And that is how we're going to begin our worship in song. I invite Robin and Mike to lead us. Holy Spirit, come with power, breathe into our aching night. We expect you this glad hour, waiting for your strength and light. We are fearful, we are ailing, we are weak and selfish too. Break upon your congregation. Give us figure life anew. Holy Spirit, come with fire, burn us with your presence new. Let us as one mighty choir sing our hymn of praise to you. Burn away our wasted sadness and inflame us with your upon your congregation give us gladness from above holy spirit bring your message burn and breathe each word anew deep into our tired living till we strive your work to do teach us love and trusting kindness to hurt. Breathe upon your congregation and inspire us with your word. As we light our Just Peace candle again this week, we acknowledge, as always, that we both witness to and participate in God's desire for a just peace for all of creation. This week, along with Christian peacemaker teams, we are praying for Palestinians who have been shot and injured by Israeli soldiers and who shout out in pain from live ammunition, from tear gas, from rubber bullets. We pray for the people of Gaza injured by Israeli bombs, unable to get proper health care. Uh, as the result of the blockade, we pray for all who are arbitrarily detained and beaten and arrested by Israeli forces. We pray for God's just peace. And together we pray. We long for a just peace. We pray for a just peace and we choose to live for a just peace. May peace be with you all. And also with you. Our children's time this morning, uh, I picked for two reasons. One, because as we think about the Holy Spirit, we know that in scripture, both in Hebrew and Greek, which are the original languages for scripture, the word for breath and for spirit are the same word. 
And so this book called Believing Makes, Makes It Better reminds me as I believe that the breath that I'm breathing, the people who wrote the Bible understood that our breath and the spirit were connected to each other. Uh, and also because as we're thinking about over these weeks of uh, thinking about God with us, one of the ways that God with us is God is with us is through the spirit, helping us recognize the emotions that we're feeling. Macaulay did a really, really great children's time last week about how we can recognize those emotions. And, and one of the ways, if we want to change what we're feeling, if we're feeling a way that makes us feel uncomfortable, unpleasant, then one of the ways that we, one of the uh, ways that we can change how we're feeling is by pausing and listening to our, our uh, yeah, listening, paying attention to our breath and, and breathing and taking a moment to just pay attention to our breath and to our bodies. You are alive. And because you are alive, you have feelings and emotions just like every person on earth. You can tell that each of these people in these pictures has different emotions. They're feeling something different. Sometimes you feel happy, silly, joyful, and calm. Sometimes you feel angry, scared, sad, and alone. It can be uncomfortable. But if you watch and really notice, feelings come and go. Just like your breath goes in and out in each little moment of the day. When your morning starts out terrible and your heart feels hurt or broken, stop, take a breath. When I am sad, be still, be here. I shine warm and bright like the sun full of light. Breathe in, breathe out, peace is near. When trouble lurks around every corner and your stomach aches and churns, Stop and take a breath. When I am anxious, be still, be here. I say stay strong and sure like a mountain secure. Breathe in, breathe out. Peace is near. When the world feels strange and lonely and your chest feels tight and closed, stop and take a breath. When I'm alone, be still, be here. I stand like a tree in the woods, tall and free. Breathe in, breathe out. Peace is near. When life seems unfair and totally beyond your control, your face feels hot and fiery. Stop and take a breath. When I am angry, be still, be here, and rise in the sky like a cloud flying high. Breathe in, breathe out. Peace is near. <clears throat> when nothing makes sense and the answers are missing and your brain feels dull and jumbled, stop and take a breath. When I'm confused, be still, be here. I rest like a mirror on a lake, 
calm and clear. Breathe in, breathe out. Peace is near. When darkness and shadows are everywhere and your lungs feel short and shallow, stop and take a breath. When I am scared, be still, be here. I relax and let go. Like a river I flow, breathe in, breathe out, peace is near. To be alive is to have feelings and emotions. And when you breathe in and out, pay attention to your breath. You can watch your feelings come and go, happy and sad, silly and angry, joyful and scared, calm and alone. When you breathe, you are alive. Because you are alive, anything is possible. Our scripture for this morning talks about that breath of the spirit, the wind of the spirit poured out. We're starting actually in Acts just where our Pentecost scripture for this year left off with the sound of that rushing wind and something like a flame resting on the heads of the gathered community. Each of them have been given the gift of language. They're able to speak and understand. And so this is where our story takes off. There were pious Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. When they heard this sound, a crowd gathered. They were mystified because everyone heard them speaking in their native languages. They were surprised and amazed saying, look, aren't all of these people who are speaking Galileans, every one of them? How then can each of us understand in our native language, Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, as well as residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the regions of Libya bordering on Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the mighty works of God in our own languages. They were all surprised and bewildered. Some of them asked each other, what does this mean? Others jeered, saying, they're full of new wine. Peter answers this question at length of course, to dispute the claim of drunkenness of the, of the gathered disciples and to proclaim the spirit of God poured out in dreams and visions and prophecy. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us, thanks be to God. So we're going to sing three verses. Um, two should be in the chat. The second two should be in the chat. Um, but you could also sing, I'm going to sing in English, but you could also sing in Spanish, German, or French, should you so choose. Mm. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray unity may one day be restored and they'll know we are Christians by our love by our love yes they'll know we are Christians by 
We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. And together we'll spread the news that God is in our land. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know who we are Christians by our love. We will other we will work side by side we will work with each other we will work side by side and together we'll guard each one's dignity and save each one's pride and they'll know we are christians by our love by our love yes they'll know we are christians by our We will guard each one's dignity and save each other's pride. I love uh, the Pentecost story for a number of reasons. And I wore my bright orange flame colored shirt again that I wore on Pentecost as we today pick up where we left off. Uh, just a few weeks ago now, and tell the next part of the Pentecost story. <clears throat> part of why I love the Pentecost story that we have received from Acts 2 is because the Holy Spirit does not come with a common, universal, singular, unifying language. That would have been one option but that's not what the Holy Spirit does. Instead, the Holy Spirit comes into the presence of a diversity of languages, as many as the many represented by the gathered community from every nation, the storyteller in Acts tells us. The Holy Spirit allows the Galileans to speak those many and varied and lovely languages of the diaspora from every nation. The Holy Spirit comes blessing difference, blessing difference, bridging difference, not through a unifying and universal language, but through understanding. The Holy Spirit comes blessing differences and bridging them, maintaining and preserving and honoring the differences, and then simply allowing for understanding across those many differences. And the people, the people who received the gift of this difference blessing Holy Spirit, well, in just our few short verses this morning, it tells us that they were bewildered, they were amazed, they were astonished, they were again amazed, they were perplexed, because each one of them heard the good news of God's deeds of power in their own language. The Holy Spirit came, blessing their many differences and allowing for understanding. 
I love this about the Pentecost story and the Holy Spirit and what it suggests about our own life of faith in this time and this place. Last week in the sermon, I talked about communication as well and about consent and uh, about the importance of these things, communication and consent as we return to resurrected life as a church, as we begin to be bodies in a space together. And I touched on the allowing for and honoring and respecting of differences, of recognizing that we might all be in different places and have different comfort levels, that we will need to create spaciousness and graciousness for those differences. Today, I want to say that we are going to have differences in a variety of ways in how we communicate. For example, we will be communicating just more, more than usual as some of those cultural norms have faded away. And perhaps more awkwardly, I heard from at least one of you in the last week, your gratitude for my naming awkwardness some of us had some of that social awkwardness prior to the pandemic. And now, oh my goodness, even those of us who may have been gifted with social connection and communication and navigating spaces are all a little bit thrown, I do believe. There are differences in how we communicate with one another now than prior. There are differences in how we gather Case in point, something that 15 months ago seemed strange and new to be on our computer screens, looking at one another in our tiny little boxes has now become familiar. It has allowed, as we've said, for the diaspora, occasionally from many nations, but most Sundays from many states, it has allowed for us to be community together. As we return to resurrected life together in person, we won't let this go entirely, but we will be finding our way in new terrain. We will be exploring everyone's new favorite word, hybrid. Hybrid models of gathering. And that's gonna look different in different settings and we'll try some things and some things may stick for a long time. Some things may work for a short time and some things may just flop and we'll get to practice those things and explore together what works for our style of gathering. If you've read uh, the longer communication that I put together with the discerning returning team, then you'll know that when we return to in-person worship in our building, which we're scheduled to do on August 15th, uh, we are hoping, we are we've got a couple people working on some technology for us, hoping to live stream those services. So that with a link, the same way that you have this Zoom link, people would be able to tune in if you are from another place. Or if you are from here, but you just happen to be away for the weekend and you want to tune in and be connected with your church community worshiping. We will try that. 
We don't know what meetings are going to look like. We do have some new technologies. One of them, let's see in here in my office, is called a meeting owl. We're going to try a meeting owl. This allows for hybrid meeting gatherings. You sit it in the middle and it can be in an in-person gathering, but more smoothly integrate folks at a distance who are zooming in to a mostly in-person gathering. This might accommodate, for example, parents of littles who live on the far south end who before, for whom before joint councils was not realistic for a weekday evening, who may be able to do this. So we're gonna be exploring this these hybrid models of gathering. And strangely, we have created an intimate kind of worship experience. Not everybody's experience is the same. I have experienced a strangely intimate worship experience virtually with you all in the last more than a year. So one of the things that we're hoping to do is to create a virtual space for morning prayers. Maybe we'll start once a week on a weekday morning. And we'll see, perhaps a little community will gather up around that, that early morning time for a 20 to 30 minute time of morning prayers together. So stay tuned and come on in and try things with us and see what works for you. And we'll try these different ways of gathering together. And finally, even in our worship, there have been differences in the way that we worship. For one example, we have incorporated a great deal of ASL, American Sign Language, that I can't imagine is going away anytime soon, even when we are bodies together in a space. Can you imagine any longer living without blessing? And without hallelujah, that one's gonna live, that's got legs. And Pete's favorite, amen. <laughs> Indeed, these will come into our in-person gatherings and we will bless these differences in the way that we communicate, in the ways that we gather, in the ways that we worship. In all of these things, the Holy Spirit, we remember, is not in the business of minimizing or harmonizing differences. The Holy Spirit is in the business of blessing differences, blessing differences, bridging differences, creating spaces of understanding. And in all of this, in this living with differences among us, curiosity is key. I don't do much advice giving. Oh, I, I hope I don't. Maybe I do. You can tell me if you think I'm wrong about that. Maybe I do a lot of advice giving. Uh, specifically in premarital counseling, I started doing premarital counseling years before I was married. What on earth did I have to say to couples who were on their way to getting married? Well, one of the things that I have come to claim as advice, it's, it's the one sure thing that I feel in working with couples. And I think this translates to all relationships. I'm going to apply it here to our church. Curiosity is just one of the key ingredients. When you find yourself getting to that place, you're like, I knew you were going to say that. I know exactly what you mean. Whew. 
that's hard on a relationship. That's hard on a friendship. That's hard on a community, on a church community. When we can instead turn that into an open-ended, curious question, what do you mean by that? What does that mean to you? Um, there's a lot of life on the other side of curiosity. Curiosity is going to be key for both ourselves and for others, because I don't know about you, but John asked me yesterday, you're going to this church picnic. Are you going to wear your mask? Are you going to hug people? And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I encouraged all of you last week to think in advance. What, what are your comfort levels and what are they not? And I don't know. I'm going to take my body to that space and see. <laughs> so we're going to need to be curious with ourselves and with others. I happened upon a, a post this past week from Nadia Boltzweber. Many of you probably know her. She's a author and um, minister and Lutheran priest uh, in Denver, Colorado. And the title of her post was, how do we catch up with friends when we are still figuring out who we are now on AA, Lazarus, and our emotional bodyguards? That's the subtitle. You'd have to read the whole thing to get all of that. But one of the things I love is that she highlights in Anne Lamott's new book. Anne Lamott talks about a friend of hers and Anne says, when you meet this friend, you meet his bodyguard. And then Nadia Boltz-Weber reflects on that own experience of having her own sort of emotional bodyguard. And she writes, I feel like my bodyguard, the part of me I felt safe showing you, whose job it was to protect the parts of me I couldn't show you, was off duty for so long during this pandemic that maybe she's not coming back. And that feels both liberating and terrifying. So given all of this, Boltzweber writes, how do we allow for all of it? How do we allow for who we are now and allow for who others are as well? How do we, we remember to show the curiosity towards our friends that we need for others to show toward us? How do we not treat others as if they are the same when of course they are not? I feel like we should wear a name tag right now that says, hi, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> hi, I'm still figuring it out. How do we catch up? She asks. The only answer I have right now is gently and maybe with some prayer. And I would add to Nadia Boltzweber's response on how we catch up with friends and we don't even know who we are gently and maybe with some prayer, I will add with the Holy Spirit who sees us individually and collectively in all our messy differences and delights in those. The Holy Spirit who delights in differences Oh, I can imagine her saying, aren't all these differences charmingly wonderful? Let's preserve them, shall we? And sprinkle in a heavy dose of understanding, bridging across those beautiful, delightful differences. Yes, I do believe that is just right. That's what I imagine the Holy Spirit saying to us as we gather in all of our differences. And for that, can I get a hallelujah? 
ahead and amen. <laughs> Friends, today we have the distinctly unpleasant yet sacred task of sending Christy and Samuel and Jedediah into the next chapter of their life together. I would like to invite the Neufelds who are going to lead out in a blessing that is intended to be in unison. So I'm going to also put the text of this blessing in the chat box and would invite you to join. God, who is Alpha and Omega, we thank you for your faithfulness in all our beginnings and endings and for the companions you provide for us on our journey. We give thanks for the presence of Christy, Samuel, and Jedediah with us these years. Christy on our pastoral team for a year and leading worship and preaching and serving on congregational care team and spiritual leadership team. My goodness, we have been blessed by your leadership. Samuel also on spiritual leadership team and serving as our congregational treasurer and the treasurer on the Lake City Partners Board. My goodness, we have been blessed by your leadership and expertise these years. And Jed, who's taking a nap, God bless him. May he sleep long and deeply and restfully. Jed, whom we eagerly and prayerfully awaited and frankly did not get enough time with. 
Oh, grateful for every beatific smile. He's got a really good one. And every cheering chuckle and chatter for that is also a thing he is delightfully good at. We hold you all in our hearts and in our prayers with gratitude for the life we have shared together and hope for the path of life and ministry ahead for you. Many of you know that the Darlene's are leaving Seattle and they're going to spend time with family before settling into whatever the next chapter will be, wherever that new home will be. And I have invited them to share briefly. Uh, so would invite you to unmute yourselves now, Christy and Samuel. Ooh, we'll see if I can get through it. Um, thank you all. And yeah, thank you for the the years of being a community for me to learn and grow in, especially in my seminary years. And I feel like, especially in this last year of just a lot of hard stuff in our family. And you all were there for us. And we will miss you all. Yeah, it's been great to be community with you all for these last many years. the thing that we have known is coming for a long time and still feels sudden uh, in the moment and sorrowful. Christy and Samuel and Jedediah, may God's way open before you. Let us continue in our community prayer. Again, I'll put the, the text in the chat box and invite the Newfelds to lead us. Guide this time of transition, prepare a home in a new community where faithfulness may continue to grow through Christ Jesus, who across time and place makes us one. Amen. Amen. We send you with a benediction from Claire of Assisi from the 13th century. And for this, everyone, community, I invite you to hold out hands and blessing. You may also make the ASL sign for bless, which is fists up to your mouth and then out. And you can just do that over and over if you like, or just hold out your hands and blessing. Darlene's, live without fear. Your creator has made you holy, has always protected you and loves you as a mother. Go in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with you always. Let us continue in a spirit of prayer. Making space for emergence, uh, the fullness of the expression of who we are and who we are becoming and receiving 
receiving that in gentleness and with curiosity and delight. Thank you, Megan, for bringing those invitations to us today. Our prayers today are based on a hymn we sang earlier, Holy Spirit, come with power. Holy Spirit, come with power. We wait expectantly for your strength and your light. In our fear, our ailments and our weakness break upon us with new life. Breathe into our aching night. Holy Spirit, come with fire. Burn away our worry and our despair and set us alight with your tender love. Come to comfort us and to unsettle us. Come to heal us and to disturb us. Come to lead us and to give us the push that we need. We trust that even when we do not have the words, you will pray within us the prayers that we don't yet even know we need to pray. On this day, when we bless our departing graduates, we hold in your presence Ben and Craig, Else and Madeline. Be their guiding light as they venture into the new phase of their life and independence. May they experience your joy and your wisdom in the weeks and years ahead. We pray today also for all who need healing and recover. recovery. We remember especially Annika recovering from surgery on her ACL. We give thanks for a good outcome and pray that the pain may pass quickly. Bring her strength and perseverance in the long road to full healing. And we pray also for Thelma healing from cataract surgery. May she too experience rapid healing and fresh sight, taking in all of the beauty and blemishes that are around. Be with Larry Scheffler this morning and his family during these days in the hospital where healing is not possible. We pray for peace and wisdom and clarity. With joy, we celebrate the release of almost a million dollars to Evergreen Mennonite Church this week for their portion of the Mennonite Voluntary Service Unit House. May this money bless their congregation with the ability to contribute to your kingdom in service and love. Continue to guide us as a congregation as we too discern next steps for the VS property, creating a disposition team and seeking consultation. Turning to prayers in the chat. Prayers with Mary Bedeen for her Amish friends who've been ravaged by the COVID pandemic. With Jennifer Delante remembering with joy her beloved father, Hugh Delante, born 90 years ago today in Aberdeen. Praying with Jean to empower the Sloniker men as they prepare for the next phase of life with their mother. Give Dave and I strength and grace and love for each other as we realize yet again another chapter in our almost 23 years of marriage. Praying with um, on Elena for Mark, who will have another blood test on Wednesday, praying for negative results. Praying with Beth for healing for Ken, who in a masterful soccer move with West fell on and separated his shoulder. Non-surgical, but limiting and painful. 
Lend a healing hand. Oh God. Holy Spirit, come with a message into our weary hearts and bodies. Burn and breathe a word of life. Teach us love and trust. Teach us kindness and compassion to those who hurt. Breathe in us and inspire us with your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. so much celebration and so much sorrow that we're holding in our midst today. May God bless and be with all of us. We are grateful for the gifts of each of you that you offer to this congregation. Uh, just so aware this morning when we celebrate Christy and Samuel that they are not alone in the way uh, they offer their gifts to this congregation. And just really grateful that in these past 15 months, especially folks have continued to connect and to give of their time and of their money and of their gifts. And I don't think we can say often enough how grateful I can, how grateful I am for this community. We bless the work of all of these gifts and supporting the ministries of our congregation and led by so many of you as leaders in the congregation. Thanks be to God. Our hymn of sending is, We Walk by Faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. No gracious words we hear from one who spoke as none e'er spoke. But we believe him near. We may not touch his hands and side, nor follow where he trod. Yet in his promise we rejoice and cry, my Lord and God. Help then, O oh Lord, our unbelief, and may this benediction. Our creator out of their great love has formed you. Jesus Christ out of his great love has redeemed you. The Holy Spirit out of her great love has lifted and inspired you to go in just peace and service throughout God's world. Go in peace.
Amen.